Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, rash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh, yeah. We got Paint Boy on the show today. What's up, everybody? This is Joel Cheeseman of the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Always joined by my Tonto, Chad Sowash. <laughs> Proud. Chad, how are you, Proudly. man? We, we got a follow-up to one of our weekly stories. That's I right. can't wait That's to right. get into this one. No, he's, he's, he's Paint Dude. He's not Paint Boy because he's in college. He's a senior. He's a content creator. Here's a here's a little bit of an in, intro from BuzzFeed. Okay, so an Ohio mm-hmm. University senior who worked a part time job at a local Sherwin Williams store was fired after the company discovered he was mixing paint on a TikTok channel where it's at, at Tonester Paints, which currently has 1.5 million followers. So that's that's kind of like the backstory. We talked about that on on the weekly show. Let's go ahead and bring it's Tony Pilosino. Tony, how you doing, bud? Pilosino, Tony. Doing well. How are you guys? Good. Are you in Ohio? Are you in Ohio now? Where are you now? I'm in Athens, Ohio, right now. I'm still at school for for the next couple weeks. Beautiful, beautiful school. Yeah. Big big party school. Yes, sir. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and home, of, home of Roger Ailes, which is always Jesus nice Christ. to talk about. Uh known for its painting, <laughs> apparently. Uh so so Tony, give us some give us some some backstory on this. I mean, we we hear what's uh, you know, the BuzzFeed story, so on and so forth. You go on to work and then somebody gives you a call and you're like, what the fuck's going on here? And were you always a painter dude or was Sherwin Williams uh, like just it's, it was a job? Well, yeah. I mean, when I first started at Sherwin Williams about three years ago, I didn't know shit about paint. I um, <laughs> And I fell in love with the job immediately, man. I mean, I loved the industry, loved helping people with their projects, picking out colors, the process of mm. paint. It was all good. My whole career path was going to lead down through Sherwin Williams corporate chain doing all that. But last year... Uh, last December, I had downloaded TikTok and I saw that other people at paint stores were doing these paint videos, just the process of a mixing a gallon of paint. And it fell into like the oddly satisfying category. <laughs> so was this like, oh, I don't know, Lowe's, TikTok account. Lowe's paint. Yeah. TikTok account versus, you know. Oh, a, no, no. A, they, a were just, they were just some part-time workers too, making the videos at the store. Okay. So the yeah, same thing. Right. Okay. So, you know, I, the videos took off almost immediately. I think my sixth video got like a million views. Oh, fuck. Jesus Christ, dude. (laughs) So what I, what I tried doing was I wanted to basically change the digital marketing game for the paint industry and just make interesting content to younger people. And, uh, SW didn't really like that and they canned me for it. Get a little bit deeper into this. This wasn't like your manager saying, hey, you're screwing around on company time. This isn't good for us, blah, blah, blah. This was somebody from loss prevention. I mean, right. some some suit who had no fucking clue, probably what TikTok even is today. Well, he probably does today, but probably didn't even know what TikTok was. They were saying that you were harming the brand. Well, yeah, dude. I mean, I had made a presentation to show to marketing. I showed it to my manager and sales rep. Damn. Yeah. I mean, it was legit. I showed it to all my marketing professors here at OU Mm -hmm. and they said, move forward with this, get it to marketing. And I tried and basically got blown off for it. They didn't even look at the presentation. 
So I just kept making the videos and then um, apparently someone had called customer service up in Cleveland at their headquarters and said, was complaining that I was uh, mixing. Was it the blueberry? Did the blueberry get you in trouble? Yeah, it was the blueberry video. Wow. So talk about the blueberry video. Well, what I wanted to do is I did a bunch of research on like the history of paint and they used, they used to use like natural, they called them natural pigments as like Mm -hmm. dyes for the paint, like berries, uh, roots. So I figured, yeah, it'd be cool for a video. So I I was buying my own paint for those kind of videos and thought it'd be a cool concept to make a video for. And that video took off. That one got like 20 million views. (laughs) uh, That's how Sherwin Williams found out about it. And they weren't excited about this that they were that their brand was actually getting out and seen by 20 million different viewers no and how was the brand represented were you always wearing a a sherwin williams shirt hat was the paint always there did you always mention like hey the new point or new paint from sherwin williams da 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 before i um made that presentation i was literally trying to promote sherwin williams like hey coming in the store get these cool colors but then once I uh, the marketing thing didn't work out with trying to show off that presentation, I just took away the label completely. And then, uh, yeah, they, they still found out about it. Because I didn't want to be doing videos like that that wasn't really approved of without with their brand in it, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's interesting because, first and foremost, brands are always trying to look at new, cool. new mediums, right? They're, looking, <laughs> they're, trying to, they're trying to actually get out into new mediums. Especially consumer companies. Gain traction. Um, and, and you had a just add water solution because you already had this, this user base who wanted to see this. And Sherwin-Williams, I mean, hell, they could have easily just grabbed this up. I mean, really just taken it from you, to, to be quite frank. Uh, it, but no, they kicked you out the door. How yeah. did that? Tell me how that felt, man. Because, I mean, you were really, you're passionate about what you're doing. How did that feel? You had to think you were on the fast track to like corporate job in Cleveland, which who doesn't want that? But I mean, the the minute you got a million views and had a million followers, you were like, dude, I'm set. I'm going to be corporate Sherwin Williams for the next 20 years if I want it. Well, dude, I mean, my whole career path was going to go through Sherwin Williams. Go, I had internship <laughs> lined up. Uh, was going to go into management sales. I literally loved the job. It almost felt like I got betray- like betrayed. You did by the company. I did a lot for them. I worked there for a very long time. And then I have some dude, and I like to call him the paint police, loss prevention. <laughs> he basically interrogated me, uh, wanted to know if I was stealing, which I wasn't. They found out that I wasn't. But then they pulled some BS excuse like I was, uh, like, what was it? Serious embarrassment to the company. And yeah, it sucked. But um, honestly, I think it's almost like a blessing in disguise at this point. Like you said, they probably would have taken that from me. Yeah, let's talk about the blessing because as soon as this hit, now who, who first and foremost, who picked it up? And then after it was picked up, it seemed like it just like exploded. Tell me about that because it, it, this does seem like almost like a blessing in disguise. If they were to take, if they would have went with that TikTok or my presentation now after all this had happened, they would have made it into some corporate, I don't even know what's saturated with corporate. Uh, it would, they would have fucked it up. That, that's they would have it. Yeah, there, there, there's <laughs> when it comes to social media and these platforms, you have to have authenticity to it. And they would have they would have completely screwed that up. So, yeah. And they still don't have an account, right? On TikTok? No, I don't think so. I don't think they're okay. going to take one now. So you had you had, this broke and you had 
a bunch of big brands actually get in touch with you. Tell us, tell us about that. And you found a home. Tell, tell us who you picked and why you picked them. Yeah, and what was the TikTok reaction? Were, was were, were a million people like "fuck Sherwood Williams"? Oh, dude, it was insane. I made that the initial video that blew up and got a hold. The media got a hold of was the story about how I had gotten fired. That video um, really took off, and people were like bashing Sherwood Williams about it. And my goal—I don't know if you guys had seen that initial video, but my goal wasn't even to bash Sherwin Williams and be like, Hey, like screw you guys. It was to basically develop like an emotional connection with my audience. Yeah. Um, basically give him a reason why I do what I do. Yeah. And mm-hmm. people put two and two together, found out it was Sherwin Williams and took it from there. And they, they got grilled on the internet. Oh yeah. So tell yeah. us, tell us about those big brands that came to, to you and, and why you, and where you went and why, why you picked it. So I, after that video broke out, I got basically partnership offers and deals from basically every major paint company in the United States, like Bear, PPG, Benny Moore, um, a few smaller ones. And I went with a company called Florida Paints down there in Orlando. They didn't want to hire you necessarily, but they wanted to sponsor? Right. Sponsor the videos. Right. Okay. So nobody said, come work for us. It was like, hey, let's partner. I'll, I'll pay for you, get you to post videos and promote our paints. Right. Well, they did, they did offer like mainly year contracts. And then after I had graduate, I would graduate, they would offer me a job. Okay. But man, I, I wanted to steer away after that whole thing with Sherwin Williams from the big corporate culture. I don't blame those you. Big, those big companies, man. There's too much of a chain of command. There's too many people you got to filter through. Too many lawyers. Yeah. Exactly. And so I went with a the company Florida paints in Orlando, I met with the uh, founder, Don Struby and he, it's a smaller company. They only have uh, I think about 25 to 30 stores down in Florida. And Don had called me and he was the only one, only person that I talked to through all these companies that I felt connection, like a shared passion for the importance of paint and the art of it. And that was something that really, I felt like connected with me and I've wanted to work with them ever since that. He got you. Is what it was, right? Yeah, yeah. So it, you know, this is this is definitely a message to all of those brands that are out there that we talk to all the time. This wasn't just a uh, a consumer play from from the standpoint of Sherwin Williams. This was a guy who wanted to spend his life, give forty hours a week plus blood, sweat, and tears, overtime, all this stuff because he had a passion for what he was doing and they just threw all that shit in the can and now and now a company florida paints i definitely want to give those guys some love they understood they weren't corporate they weren't buttoned up and bullshit about this they understood that you were actually just demonstrating passion and who you were and that's what they wanted in their culture and and that's why you picked them Exactly. That is exactly what happened. Do they try to steer your content at all? How has your content changed, if at all? Well, it, when I go to, I, I'm going to be moving down there within the next few weeks, but it's basically going to be tones or paints powered by Florida Paints. They're going to give me all the supplies and uh, resources I need to express my creativity through my content. Gotcha. And what's the, what's the position, title? Uh, I mean, what are you actually going to be doing for them uh, above and beyond TikTok? Or is it just that? Well, I'm going to be working like a almost like a sales associate job like I was before in the store. But along with that, I'm going to be doing digital marketing with basically co- creating content. Gotcha. Awesome. Gotcha. 
We'll get back to the interview in a minute. Building a cult brand is not easy, which is why you need friends like Rupesh Nair, CEO of Symphony Talent on your side. It's easier than ever before to create video, yet companies seem confused about how to use video to build an employer brand. What is your advice to companies who want to leverage video? Keep it very, very genuine. And only way you can keep it genuine is by making it basically come from people who actually work for you and actually not very tailored. The more you can leave it loose uh, and let people kind of express themselves using video, the more genuine and, uh, and connecting it would be. So yeah, it's good to kind of give people guideline on how they want to kind of communicate about the brand and ensure that you're hitting the top points out there. But, but frankly, getting it out there to ensure that you're co-creating those videos with your, with your employees uh, is, is the right way to go. And then bringing that content into your engagement as you think about it. And I'll give a shout out to our friends at Altru here. I think something like that is the best way to actually actually really build uh, videos than necessarily doing big you know, uh, video shoots and things like that. I mean, video shoots have their place uh, when, you, when you build those corporate videos, but, but if you really want to use video as a marketing uh, content, then it needs to be curated in a very genuine way. Let Symphony Talent help activate your brand and keep relationships at the heart of your talent strategy. For more information, visit symphonytalent.com. You've got questions, we've got answers. Business leadership, ownership, and sales can be challenging. Tune into the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast to learn from the world's experts. Join me, your host, Diane Helbig, as I chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business. You'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas, tips, and suggestions you need to realize greater success. Get what you need for your business when you need it from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. So I have to, I have to know, Tony, I want to back up a little bit. Uh, we have hundreds of companies that would love to blow up like you did on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of my questions is like, what tips would you give a corporation you mentioned authenticity, which I think is important. But what are some tips you would give a company to sort of blow up like you did? Because a million is no is no joke. That's legitimate uh, blowing up on social media. Well, you know, I have always followed three rules of social media after doing research, learning just um, the platforms and all that. And it really all kind of comes together no matter which platform you use. My three rules are consistency. You have to post about every day. Mm-hmm quality of content you got to make sure it's stuff people want to see and then the third one is uh engaging with your followers making it feel like they they belong there and like they're a part of the page gotcha well and you mentioned connection though too because you said that you wanted to make a connection with your users so it was the content but you felt it it was really important to make a connection a human connection as well exactly exactly i mean i hadn't really done that before either i had basically just been making paint videos. And I just, like I said, I wanted to give my audience a reason why I do what I do. I'm not just mixing paint in some basement for, for no reason. And then I'm curious as a, because you're a young person, we don't get young people on the show that often. Um, break down for me, TikTok, 
Snapchat, Instagram, and then, you know, like Facebook and Twitter, like where do you spend most of your time? Where do you see most of your, your peers spend time? Which ones are sort of like way passe and we're, we're over that. And are there any platforms that we should be looking at in the future to, to take off like TikTok has? I mean, dude, TikTok, I think is, is really in the past year changed the game completely. It's almost turning into like a, I don't know if you remember Instagram, it, that kind of, it's almost like how TikTok is now. There's not really any like business to it or anything, but on Instagram and stuff now you can shop, you can, it's basically mm-hmm. a search engine now, Instagram, you can look up anything on there. Mm-hmm. Well, I predict you there'll be a day where there'll be a Sherwin Williams ad come before or after your TikTok yeah, on probably. paints. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so are you Snapchatting? Like Instagram is still hot, right? Like what, what's the temperature on all these sites I've, um, and platforms? I've been sticking to YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. Um, I haven't really got into Snapchat mm. yet. I mean, maybe Twitter I, I would get into, but I mean, man, it's it's a full time job trying to manage and upload content to all these all these uh, platforms. But TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube are like the the video platforms which I try to stay yeah uh, stay with the most. And where do you sort of where do you expect to be in five years? If if we had this interview five years from now, where do where do you hope to be and what do you hope to be doing? Hmm. That is a great question. I guess what another reason I had chosen Florida Paints is was because I'm going to be able to develop my knowledge and understanding of the paint industry and become more of like a respected personnel mm-hmm. in it. Um, obviously, my name's already known throughout the the industry, but I just want to grow my knowledge. So maybe. I mean, if the digital marketing does, thing doesn't work out because things die, but I'm going to keep at it and keep going with that. But maybe like uh, becoming in sales. Uh, yeah, it's just something like that, you know, just something. In- Has that changed that you want to go up through the ranks in the same organization? Or are you pretty much open to do whatever now? Oh, I'm open to do whatever, whatever, wherever life takes me, how this whole thing plays out. I, I'm still not really sure. I mean, this whole thing has happened quickly, quickly. It's, it's not even been a year since I made my first TikTok. Oh, wow. So who knows? Well, from my standpoint, you know, what you're doing could not have been done when Chad and I were your age. So it's <laughs> fascinating. It's fascinating to see. And the fact that you have, you know, so many followers on a, on a platform that is not going anywhere anytime soon mm-hmm. um, is, is obviously a big positive to your career. And my guess is you'll be able to take that, you know, that portfolio to anywhere and, and create a, a living for yourself or create opportunity for yourself. So yeah, exactly. um, consider yourself lucky, but also you're talented, uh, right place, right time. But um, I, I'd love to talk to you again in five years to see where you are, because I'm betting that it's going to be someplace pretty cool. I mean, yeah, I'll be open for it. If you guys want to have me back, <laughs> of I'm course, setting yeah. my reminder now. We'll come down to we'll come down to Orlando for that one. But seriously, Tony, you know, I, I think if anybody who is paying attention right now is is really getting a lesson in in, in brand in how to be human and how to how to more like just step away and allow your employees to really demonstrate their passion the way that they demonstrate their passion instead of trying to fit them into a box. So exactly. we appreciate you taking time to come on the show. I mean, this is really short notice. We talked yesterday. And, right. and I just saw hey, he's a college uh, kid. He's got nothing going oh, yeah. on. He's, he's got finals coming up, dude. Uh, <laughs> but seriously, man, thanks so much. If somebody wants to check out TikTok or YouTube, tell them where should they go? Where should they subscribe? Toaster Paints. 
Tonester Paints, kids. Well, thanks so much. Are you, are you even on LinkedIn, Tony? Dude, I'm on LinkedIn. That's how we got in touch. That's how I got in touch with him. At least the kids are still into LinkedIn. Then, then I'm okay. Then I'm <laughs> well, all right. Was, yeah, then we I'm... basically had a whole college class on LinkedIn. I thought, I mean, it was kind of BS, but they basically said how LinkedIn was important and all that getting connected, man. That's how it goes. And it is. Well, excellent, Joel. Chad, we, we out. out. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to what's it called a podcast the chad the cheese brilliant they talk about recruiting they talk about technology but most of all they talk about nothing just a lot of shout outs of people you don't even know and yet you're listening it's incredible and not one word about cheese not one cheddar blue nacho pepper jack swiss so many cheeses and not one word so weird. Anywho, be sure to subscribe today on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That way you won't miss an episode. And while you're at it, visit www.chatcheese.com. Just don't expect to find any recipes for grilled cheese. It's so weird. We out! The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.